Transition Radio from San Diego, exploring the world of change with you. Are you ready to take your life to a new level? Join transition coaches and best-selling authors Paula Shaw and Kendi Foster as they explore strategies to navigate changes in health, relationships, money, career, and so much more. Get the information and tools to make your life smoother, easier, and more productive. And now, your hosts, Paula Shaw and Kendi Foster. Welcome to Transition Radio, brought to you by Sherry Blair, your financial consultant. And today, we're talking about harnessing your entrepreneurial ADD to really kick your business off to an amazing start in this new year. So, Ken, Dr. Elisa McGill is going to be talking to us about that in a very short time, and I can't wait because she's a specialist at helping us figure out how to harness that entrepreneurial EDD, or ADD. <laughs> well, well that, that, that assumes all entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurs are ADD. Let me see. Is that uh, I amazing, think divine uh, <laughs> uh, dudes? I mean, what is that? <laughs> Uh, She'll explain that. That's right. We will find out very shortly. (laughs) I know I'm guilty. (laughs) I can't wait to hear what she has to say. Well, you know, our intention for this show, Paula, was really to help people to uh, business owners and entrepreneurs to really increase their spirit, increase that power, increase that presence that comes through Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And you and I, as we talked about that, you know, we we thought that uh, the first thing that we do, and we have created a lot of success in all of our areas of life, and we've modeled the uh, the top success, most successful people on the planet. It all starts with mind. The mind is the cause of our bondage. The mind's the cause of our liberation. And uh, if we're not using our mind properly, it's just not going to happen. And as we have discussed before, it's so important to remember the mind is tricky. Because we always think we can fix our lives with our conscious mind. That's only 5% of our mind functioning. We've got a subconscious that's 95%, and it can be a saboteur sometimes. Absolutely. And, you know, there's another part of the mind that's never talked about, and that's the superconscious mind. Mm-hmm. That's where we, we, uh, we go through meditation, through stilling our mind, through quieting our minds, where we can tune, uh, develop our intuition, mm-hmm. that thing that uh, I think, you know, we talked on one show, there's not very much common sense in the world, mm-hmm. right? Because common <laughs> sense talks, ties into intuition. There's a lot of people with undeveloped intuition in the world. Mm-hmm. So when we can stop and quiet our minds, still our minds, tune into the higher self instead of the lower self, mm-hmm. right? We can start to get answers to our greatest questions. Once we have those answers, then we can program our mind to start uh, the subconscious mind, right? Mm. As we talked in one of our our last shows, to be able to instill success thoughts on a continuous basis to and success questions, as we talked about, exactly to generate success in all areas of our life. Yeah, yeah, mm. getting that mind on board is huge. But I do think you've got a great point there. Being connected with that superconscious. That's where all the real answers are, and that's where the inner peace really lives. I wouldn't want to start my day without meditating every day, and usually my best answers come through that time. Well, you and I are both that way. Uh, we're, we're long-term meditators. Uh, I meditate in the morning and the evening every single day. I have a, a disciplined habit of that, and the reason I do it is because of what we're talking about, because I found that my joy, my bliss, my happiness, my answers to all success come out of that 
superconscious mind. Mm-hmm. That's where it all comes from. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's something, you know, we just started the new year. It's a brand new year. And I, I if you're uh, uh, somebody that hasn't ever mm-hmm. learned to meditate, um, you can go to my website, kendefoster.com. And I have something called the Scientific uh, uh, Meditation Sampler Pack. And it, what it does is it gives people uh, some information from MIT and Harvard about the benefits of meditation, mm. gives them some guided meditations, and also gives them some techniques and uh, some teachers that can teach them. And if you're one of those people, and I talk to so many all the time, who say, I just can't sit still, I just can't quiet my mind, you might want to go to my YouTube channel, Paula Shaw Counseling. And I have a demonstration there of something called balanced breathing, which is a great introductory way to start meditating. It's a simple breathing method from an ancient yoga posture and a simple breath that can, and you can do it for as little as two minutes and it will really push the reset button, or you can take it to 20 or longer. That's awesome. Well, Paula, you're an expert in emotions because that's our next tip. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about emotional <laughs> maturity and emotional intelligence. Yeah. Um, what tips do you have for our audience this well, year? Well, you know, how many people do you know who every time you say, well, how's it going with your business or how are you doing with your relationships? They have an emotionally based story about mm. why it isn't working. Mm. And I think a lot of people tend to think that if they're going through something that's real emotional, the rest of life has to stop. Mm -hmm. And the truth is our emotions are part of our life. I mean, obviously, sometimes when something really terrible happens, we have to take time and cry, grieve, Mm -hmm. deal with it. Um, But we can't let that become who we are. And too often people let that sad story or that painful story become who they are and block them from doing what they really want to do. Isn't that the truth? You know, when my granddaughter, uh, Ella, was five years old, I noticed that she would be crying, upset, really, you know, going, what little kids at five do, right? But here's the key. In about 90 seconds, mm-hmm. I would notice mm-hmm. she was fine. She was like happy, kissing me, <laughs> running, running around with the dogs mm-hmm. and playing. I thought, you know what? I need to set that as my goal. I need to get over whatever that story is, I tell myself, within 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I started practicing that. And I found out that the social scientists tell us that <laughs> any emotion can pass through our bodies within 90 seconds. Exactly. Right? But if we've got a big story attached, mm-hmm. it's not going away. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting about that? One of the things I teach grieving people is that actually grief doesn't happen in the moment. If you're in the moment, Mm. usually you feel okay in the moment. Grief needs us to actually take a trip back into the past and compare to something that we don't have anymore or into the future and get fearful about something we won't have. So what you're saying is so true. Emotions are designed to pass through in 90 seconds, but what we do is we either go back into the past or ahead into the future, and we come up with story that makes them last longer. That's interesting. Somebody told me once, you know, if you're living from the past, you're probably going to be depressed. If you're listen, living from the future, you're probably going to be anxious. anxious right? <laughs> it's so and it's true. all a bunch of stories. That's it. Wow. That's well, you it. know, that brings me to our next uh, success tip around habits. Mm. You know, habits are formed for good or not, and those habits will either drive you to success or drive you to 
uh, a learning mode. <laughs> I, right. We don't call it failure anymore. It's just no more learning, right? I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Challenge mode. <laughs> yeah. So what uh, what do you have a tip or two on success habits this year for our guests? Well, you know, I'm big on really always trying to see the positive in everything. Mm. Even in a tough, tragic situation, there's always a gift. There's always some growth you can step into. So I think the more we try to see the positive, the higher vibration we tend to be operating at. And when we're operating at a higher vibration, Mm -hmm. we attract higher vibration outcome. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what I like? One of the tips that I like to give our audience is that, you know, how you start your day is how you're probably going to end your day. So Mm -hmm. if you start your day in the high vibration, how do we start a high vibration? You know, I wake up, I open my eyes, and I go to gratitude. After that, I go to meditation, right? Mm -hmm. After that, I'm probably going to exercise and do some things like that. These are all success habits that I've developed. And after that, I'm going to go to business because I'm going to ask, what are the three most important things that I have to accomplish today? And the other thing I ask is, what's the worst thing I I can do today? What's the worst thing I don't want to do? Because I like to do the worst first. That's a success habit. I thought you said, what's the worst thing I can do today? And I was thinking, oh, my God, that doesn't sound like the way we want to (laughs) go. <laughs> no, no. What's the worst thing that I that uh, I'm going to do? Thing. The hardest thing. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. I, was the hardest thing that Thank I you. have I'm, to I'm do. Struggling. I got uh, yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah. So, all righty. So habits, and and then then it's time management. How do we manage our time? That's a biggie. That's really a biggie for people, I think. And you know, one of the things I found most successful is make a list of everything I have to do, and then prioritize that list, either by what's going to advance my business the most that day or what's going to help my, whatever that priority is for that day, prioritize that list and then do it. I really like that. I, I want to plus that with you too, because I think lists sometimes get in our way. And, uh, you know, at the same time I make them, but what I do is I'll make my list. So I might have 20 things on my list, but then I know I apply the 80, 20 rule to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. 80% of those things are probably pretty unimportant. 20% mm-hmm. I have to accomplish. So what I'll do is I'll take the uh, 20% of that, and then after that, I'll look at that, and they, let's say I have five things, I'll take the next 20% and whittle it down to two things, and those are the first two things that I'll do uh, every day. So again, time mm-hmm. management. In fact, mm-hmm. I wrote a little book called, uh, man, it just went in and out of my my mind. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> How to manage your it's, time? It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all about managing your time. You can find it on my website, and uh, it'll come back to me, right? All right, so the next piece is actions. Um, you know, actions are either going to uh, take us to success or, or create problems in our life, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we create actions, Paula, that are uh, from a wise source that actually will take us and create more and more success instead of just busyness? Mm. Well, I'm always big on come from your heart. You mm. know, what feels like the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. But in business, you also have to balance that with, you know, what's the also the strategic correct thing to do. But I think if you're coming from the authenticity of what you want to create, you know, Yvonne Larson shared with us last week, inspired action versus motivated action. I love that idea. Come from your inspiration of what are you truly trying to create and what will make a difference in the world. You know, I love that. I also love the, uh, uh, the strategy of, you know, if it's not your strength, if it's not something you love to do and you're an entrepreneur, that really should be something that you give 
or delegate mm. to somebody that loves to do what you hate to do, right? Right, so it doesn't wake drain the, your energy. Yeah, they wake right? up in the morning. You know, if you don't like accounting, they wake up in the morning and they, all <laughs> they can think about is numbers. Numbers. Okay? God, bring me one of those. You bring me one of those, right? <laughs> okay. All righty. Well, there's uh, our success tips today. So we talked about the mind, emotions, habits, time, and actions. And we mm-hmm. hope you'll listen to this, this one a few times so that you can get all the pieces for that. And we will be right back with Dr. Elisa McGill, teaching us how to harness our entrepreneurial ADD. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. Welcome back to Transition Radio, and we are being brought to you by Sherry Blair, your financial consultant. Well, I am excited to introduce you to Dr. Elisa McGill. She is the number one best-selling author of Harness Your Entrepreneurial ADD, How to Move from Distraction to Action in the Age of Information Overload to Supercharge Your Profits. Elisa earned her PhD in Industrial Organizational Psychology and an MBA in Executive Management and Entrepreneurship. Elisa works with clients on how to harness their entrepreneurial ADD by empowering them to engage the proper tips, tools, and strategies to manage their workplace relationships. So, Elicia, welcome to our show. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you. Very, thank you so much for having me. Can I'm so Paula? excited to have you. Excited this has be been here. this has uh, been a a long process to get here, and I'm glad you're here with us finally. <laughs> me as well, definitely. And me the burning well. question is. What is entrepreneurial ADD, Dr. Lisa? Well, it's a term that's been out there, and I saw it and just really identified well with it. Mm -hmm. Some people think, well, does that mean you have to have diagnosed ADD to have entrepreneurial ADD? (laughs) And that's not necessarily the case. Diagnosed ADD, a lot of the symptoms could be the same. However, there's some things that um, those with actual ADD, may need to still do other treatments and modalities. However, in my experience, both in the educational setting, I'm teaching for universities. I mean, I've taught over 11 years for universities, mm-hmm. um, including a, a CIAM where they do entrepreneurial uh, MBAs and so forth. And I've been seeing with that and my coaching business over you know over 25 years of experience, so many people when they get stressed or they fall into that spin cycle of the anxiety and the frustrations of wanting something to happen now, mm-hmm. that they start to freeze. And in a sense, they have, myself included, going through this whole process, 
well, what do I start on first? How do I do this? How do I make this happen? Oh, I have to go make lunch or, oh, there's a phone call I have to make. And then I better check my emails. And before you know it, in a sense, it's as if we're experiencing these symptoms of ADD. And there is a way business process, like Ken was mentioning earlier about habits and setting up great meditation and things that we can do Mm -hmm. that keep ourselves on track so that when we start to experience that, we can pull out of it and stay out of the spin cycle. So that's the focus of entrepreneurial ADD. How do we recognize it, acknowledge it, and it's a gift, which I'll talk about soon. Okay. Because I gather that, and I must admit, I'm guilty of, when we are doing you know, squirrel, 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 shiny object, shiny object, you know, we're not getting anything done. Is that the bottom line? That's the bottom line, or we're getting it done in so much more time than it actually needs to take. Uh, And so that's where the word harness comes into play versus a cure or something. I'm not saying it's bad. And Richard Branson was talking about entrepreneurial ADD, and he's amazing. And look where he's come. And mm-hmm. if you look at his bio and all the things he's gone through mm-hmm. and that he has you know, been diagnosed with, and he is amazing. He's an entrepreneur who made it happen by harnessing those gifts. And that's directly in line with my beliefs as well. We need to harness those gifts because an entrepreneurial spirit, not everyone has that. A lot right. of the coaching I've done, mm-hmm. I'd ask people, are you interested in starting your own business? And for some people, it was more about retooling to a different position where they can take those gifts and work for somebody else. Uh But really, when you're looking to start your own business, it's so important to recognize your gifts. And then, like you mentioned before, what do you delegate? Delegate those things, like Ken was mentioning earlier, that you really don't want to do or get done what you have to do early on in the day because that's how you can feel so, better about you the know, process. I, I, Dr. Lisa, what inspired you to write this book about this topic? I mean, I, I have a feeling there was a real inspiration behind this. Okay, um, personal experience, number one. <laughs> Here I had the education. Here I had the experience coaching others through this process successfully. And I'm watching them. Oh, I'm so excited. My business is taking off. And I'm thinking, why do I feel like I'm spinning my wheels? And I was working additional jobs just to make ends meet while I built my business. So a mm-hmm. lot of times I'd come back, Ken, mm-hmm. to my desk mm-hmm. and I'd sit there and go, okay, it's time to work on my business. What do I do? Oh my God, what do I do? And I would start to feel frustrated because I wasn't as productive as I wanted to be in the time I had set aside for my business. Right. And so that's where I started to recognize, oh, my God, I'm not applying these tools that I've been teaching everybody else. Mm. That's when I put it into a program for entrepreneurs who are starting their own business because, and this is a key point, many people are used to having other leaders tell them what they need to do. They have a job description. They have an outline. But when you work for yourself, Mm -hmm. you're your own leader, Mm -hmm. right? That's right. So I teach people in my program, Distraction to Action, which is an online virtual program, how to be your own best leader and to manage that process effectively and keep yourself out of that spin cycle. Mm. So I wake up in the morning, I have emails, I have bills to pay, I have a new program to create, I've got to go uh, give a talk, I've got to network later in the day. And I've got my children to watch. I've got uh, my car needs repair, yes. and I need to. Uh, and I a wanted, couple of clients. And to I see. wanted to, to <laughs> talk to a few clients. And I wanted to make the bed today because I haven't made it in three days. How do we do this? <laughs> well, um, that's the happy hatter. 
And I, I also talk about in my book as well, which harness your entrepreneurial ADD. Mm-hmm. How do you manage all those hats? Well, of course, you have to know what's the most important thing to do first. Mm-hmm. And this is when we're going back, you know, in, in January, you know, here we are. And what I found as well, everyone has the best intentions in January. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this. Okay, right. that's great. But what I find is a couple weeks down the road or by February, people are getting frustrated because they haven't really gotten in line with those goals. Mm-hmm. And then they start to get hard on themselves. You know, oh, I didn't do it. And they get even more frustrated. And that blocks the creative flow of energy and your ability to really feel good about what it is you're doing mm. in your life mm. and business. Mm-hmm. So it's really important, Ken, as you mentioned earlier with the habits, I teach about that with the emotional intelligence research, which Paula, like you were talking about with emotions, mm-hmm. it's really important to tap in understand our emotions and that's what eq is and i'll talk about that in a little bit too. well let's talk about it now what's mm. eq <laughs> okay <laughs> the nutshell version most people have heard of iq which is our cognitive ability our ability like a computer to process retrieve store information and so forth however eq is everything that separates us from the machine it's what makes us human it's how we read emotion how we understand our triggers what causes us to feel a certain way? And how do we identify that and then learn new behaviors to redirect into a new norm of behaving on an everyday basis? It is amazing. And I also do corporate um, training where mm-hmm. I teach on corporate culture and leadership. And I highly add in the EQ component because for corporate, it's shown to be one of the most highly um, statistically speaking, elements that cause success, uh, the difference between success and failure in work. And so why would that be any different for the entrepreneur? We're dealing mm-hmm. with people as well. Mm-hmm. So it's something we can learn. Talk to me a little bit about the EQ. E, the e stands, e stands for what? Emotional intelligence. And so Ken brought up a really good question. EQ, IQ can't be trained or improved. It's stagnant over time. Right. EQ can be trained. And so you might not be very good at identifying your own emotions or picking up on others, Mm -hmm. Um, empathy, motivations involved in this, social skills, Mm -hmm. picking up on vibes, key elements to creating great customer service, to getting new clients, to keeping them, to understanding them, which is one of my beliefs. You don't want to change people. I'm not here to change any, anybody, but I'm here to help them recognize their gifts. And that's the harness part of the harness your entrepreneurial idea. ADD, what are your gifts? Mm-hmm. And don't let somebody yeah. try to change you, but harness that. And, and that, that's through yeah. I, I love that because that's about transition, right? Exactly. We're transitioning from where we were or where we are to where we want to go. Exactly. Right? Well said. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. And I love your perspective that they're gifts, yeah. not challenges, not defects, not no. those things I got to change and work with, but my gifts. And, and part of the, like Ken asked earlier, motivation my son was diagnosed with ADHD mm-hmm. he just turned 30 recently mm-hmm. so he's learned how to get through he's very kinesthetic and hands-on he does great with that but in school he had a lot of challenges and so I started studying into actual ADD ADHD 
years, years, like over, like third, 25 years ago mm-hmm. and helped him learn how to harness his own gifts mm-hmm. and learn how to get through it. And he, he got through it all well. Do you, th- you know, mm-hmm. I, I know as children, they medicate a lot of kids yeah. with ADD, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I also, I also wondered about that, you know, with adults that are self-medicating with, you know, with prescription drugs or alcohol mm-hmm. or anything else. It kind of ties into the, what we're talking about here, doesn't it? It really does. And, and that's where, again, learning... I have. I talk about something in my book called the intentional brain flow formula. Mm-hmm. Would this be a good time to chat about that? Yes, okay. it's a good, well, really good time. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, well, we yeah. We, go ahead. You yeah. got you got about a half Pardon? a minute. <laughs> I was a little concerned we'd be running out of time, yeah, but, but we we, got, we can we got always segment, so we're come back to it in the next. Yeah. Segment. Do you want me? Okay, sure. I can come back to that later. No, so I'll start okay. now and we'll finish it in the next segment. So part of that to address Ken's question about the medication, and all that. Part of it is it's hard for that individual whether they have actual. ADD or ADHD just adds the hyperactivity component to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ADD, do they have actual diagnosed ADD or experiencing symptoms of that? Mm-hmm. And when you're able to learn your gifts and also understand your challenges, I don't like the weakness word, the challenge, because we mm-hmm. can overcome that. We can learn how to support that or delegate out. Mm-hmm. And so when we learn that, we learn ways to really stay more focused. And it may not be perfect, but we're not looking for perfection we're looking for how to manage ourselves better, be our own best leader, so that if we recognize something happening, we know how to pull out of that. Perfect. Yeah, and and I'll, I'll continue we more on can, that later. Yes. <laughs> In our next segment, let's yes. come back to that, Dr. Lisa. Thank you. And we'll be right back. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. Baby boomers, are you prepared? In a recent study from Transamerica, 45% of baby boomers are expecting a financial decrease in their standard of living after retirement. If you live into your 90s, you can go without a paycheck for 30 years. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton from Sexton Advisor Group. With almost 20 years in the business, I can answer your retirement questions. Get your complimentary retirement guide by calling 1-800-560-2611. That's 1-800-560-2611. Or go to sextonadvisorygroup.com. That's S-E-X-T-O-N, advisorgroup.com. Is living in today's fast-paced world making you feel stressed and out of balance? Are anxiety, sleeplessness, depression, lack of focus, or weight gain robbing you of your relationship and your energy? If you're ready for change, you need to call Paula Shaw at Rebalancing You. Paula helps you identify and eliminate self-sabotaging thinking and behavior. Using a wide variety of mind-body techniques, she provides her clients with the most effective processes for their specific needs. To book a rebalancing session with Paula, call 858-480-9200. That's 858-480-9234. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. And welcome back to Transition Radio. We're talking with Dr. Elisa McGill about harnessing your entrepreneurial ADD. And we were just discussing in the last segment the brain formula. So, Dr. McGill, tell us more about the brain. The brain. Okay. <laughs> My well, brain's not a brain, so well, maybe I need to hear this right away. <laughs> I have been intrigued with the brain. You know, not only how we think about things, what motivates us, what distracts us, but how we're inspired. And not only that, how do we 
fall into that mode of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Personally, I love the arts. And when it comes to the arts, such as singing, dancing, I found I work best by being more of an improv, just having it come and flow through me. However, I'm also very high in science. And when it comes to that, I realize it's a different process that I need to go through to pull that out of my my brain and mm-hmm. put it into a formula that I can then share with people mm-hmm. because not everyone learns the same way. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that happened to me, and I realized this before, but I was trying to write a segment and I couldn't, it wasn't flowing. And I was going into the spin cycle I talked about earlier of frustration. And the more I couldn't write the thoughts, the right. more frustrated I got and the more, right. the harder it was to find that flow, that creative flow. Mm-hmm. So I'm very kinesthetic. If you haven't noticed, I use my hands. And I've realized if I don't, I have a harder time thinking. So I can't really sit like this. Um, (laughs) But I went downstairs because I have a home office. And I was getting, um, you know, some water and and snacks. And I was getting ready to go upstairs. And I thought, why am I having this problem? I hear I'm teaching people on this. I can't do it. What's wrong with me? Right, (laughs) right. right. Physician heal thyself. (laughs) Yeah. So I started to think about, well, there's learning styles, but also what's our flow style? What's our style of um, giving back? And so I started to pace the floor. I started walking a little bit and I said, I'm going to pretend I'm presenting to somebody. And what would I say to them? Because that's more improv. That's more of my, my, one of my gifts of being able to just speak. So I started to do that. I was pretending I was presenting. I had an audience there And I noticed right away, boom, 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 flow started. And I wrote four pages of notes. And I went up and I typed it all into my book. Wow. Yes. And so that's the intentional brain flow formula. Part of it, of course, is how do you feed your brain? Mm -hmm. You know, the foods we eat, like Ken, Mm -hmm. you talked about earlier, meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's so important to get yourself, Mm -hmm. like Paula, you were even mentioning, the Mm -hmm. right mindset. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. The foods we eat, you know, in our car, if we don't have a diesel engine, we're not putting diesel gas in our car. But people are doing this with the wrong foods that they're not real foods. Mm -hmm. And our body isn't functioning well. Mm -hmm. That's one part of it. Um, You know, how are we keeping our energy flowing? Um, how do we think about life and thoughts? But then also, how do we get those thoughts? Thoughts, thoughts yeah, thoughts, thoughts. Uh, it was a combination. Yeah. It's a new word. Floating, right. floating <laughs> thoughts. I that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love how it. do we get the flow to nice. actually come to us so that yeah. we can share what we mm. have in a way that makes sense? Well, you know what I love about starting the new year is that we all have the ability right mm. now to listen to what you're saying. Go get your book and and start uh, set an intention to really start feeding our brains with new food, feeding our bodies with new food, feeding our our souls with some new food, and really taking our life to a completely new level. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're really all about. Yes, and like you mentioned, Ken, earlier, you said you think there is some personal experience with this. Well, yes. yes. And so for me, because I have the tendency to be, hey, let's do this, and very excited about things. But then when it comes down to the work part of building your business, and I found this again with most of my clients, most entrepreneurs get frustrated and they'll give up on an idea and start something new because that new idea inspires them and they love that. But when it comes down to the work, they fall away from it. So to answer your question, forming those habits, knowing what your quarterly plan is and coming up each month and each week and each day with what's the most important thing to do 
is so important. And so that's one of the things that I implemented that helped me to build my business to the point where, you know, this is what I do and I'm living my, my dream now. And that's what I want to help other people to do is not give up. If corporate's free, that's great. But if it's not, and this is your dream to be an entrepreneur, learn how to not give up. And I teach that in my program, Distraction to Action. You were asking me about that. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. I have, uh, that's virtual and I'm running that in February again. And then I also have a two-day workshop um, at the end of January. And it's in person. It's called Vision Strategy in Action. I teach you the first day, your big picture vision. And then I help you break that down. You leave day one with a strategy for your quarterly plan. And then day two, I teach you about EQ and how to apply it to yourself and your business. It's it's going to be awesome. That really sounds brilliant. That yeah, well. Maybe we should stop and tell people yeah, a little bit about how, do they how get they information? get information yeah. on this. Well, here's a gift I want to give to you. And when you um, look, you, basically I want to give you, it's a limited time offer, um, my book for free. It's an ebook. It made it to number one on Amazon, but I put it in a PDF so I can send it out for free for a limited time offer um, just to get that in your hands. And then when you do that, um, I'll get that message and I'll send you some information about distraction to action, about um, the the workshop, the VSA workshop. And then also I'm speaking uh, January 16th at MPI in San Diego as well. And that's all about entrepreneurs. I think you'd enjoy that. I'll give you the link for that as well. Okay. Oh, and my website is www.envisionthislife.com. Okay, let's Can slow you down. say that slowly say again? again. Yeah. <laughs> Envision this life. EnvisionThisLife.com. And Envision is with an E. E. E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N-T-H-I-S-L-I-F-E dot com. Okay. And And the link to the book. I almost forgot that. What's that? Is EnvisionThis.LPages.CO slash harness hyphen your hyphen entrepreneurial hyphen (laughs) ADD hyphen limited hyphen time hyphen offer okay, listen, forward slash. I'm going to be IEDD if you don't repeat that again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish it was shorter. Let's, let's do that um, again, okay? Okay. Let's spell the first word out. Envision is E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N, envision, and then a little hyphen. Uh, oh, no, no, sorry. Let's What's try my, it again. Uh, envision, envision this, T-H-I-S dot L for lead, L pages, P-A-G-E-S dot C-O forward slash harness, H-A-R-N-E-S-S hyphen your hyphen entrepreneurial, which is E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-I-L hyphen A-D-D hyphen limited hyphen time offer. And slash. the good news is that's also going to be under your show notes. If you go to show notes on uh, transitionradioshow.com, you can just click on the link and it'll take a right over there for that offer. Well, that's Perfect. wonderful. <laughs> I could have just said that in the beginning. Because that's yeah. a long link. That's a long link. <laughs> and yeah. I'm and sure uh, they want your book. And they can like, like us on um, Facebook at Envision This Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Facebook, Envision This Life. That'll also be on the show notes on, uh, on Transition Radio Show. So you'll be able to see all <laughs> Perfect. That. I've right. got a question. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned 
a situation that I think many of us can relate to where it's like, I just don't want to do it. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. the thought of Mm -hmm. sitting down and doing that thing, writing the program or whatever it is you have to do. Do you have any tips for our listeners? Oh, yeah. What do you do when that's happening? I agree 100% with what you mentioned earlier, Paula, Mm -hmm. and and you as well, Ken, is delegate. So whatever it is you do not either like doing, or maybe you might like it, Mm -hmm. but you know you need to give it to somebody who that's their zone of genius, Mm -hmm. then delegate that out. In the beginning, I I put my own website together, you know, but I'm not going to do the revamps. I'm having a professional do that Mm -hmm. um, because I thought it would be fun. (laughs) <laughs> but, but I was wasting, I was spinning my wheels. Yeah. So live your zone of genius, live what you're best at and delegate, hire somebody to do those things. Mm-hmm. So like Ken was saying, you know, you're not, when you wake up, you get done what you need to get done and you know what your challenge is. You get that done first. Usually yeah. then you're not stressing out the whole day about that one thing. So it's about lowering your levels of frustration so you don't feel that, angst in your chest. You know what I'm talking about, right? And then you're like, oh, I got to do this and I don't want to do it. Oh, yeah. Instead, you wake up and you say, oh, I'm so glad that's handled. And, ooh, I get to do this training or I get to do whatever it is you love to do. Then you feel inspired and you have that energy to sustain your business, which is what you need to do. Absolutely. And, you know, I have to say, sometimes I find it's helpful to bring somebody over and work with somebody. You know, like a lot of times when Ken and I are trying to work through something, it's so much easier that we're bouncing off each other's brains rather than sitting all by myself trying to figure it out. Yes. So that can be helpful. And and I do one-on-one coaching as well. Mm. And that's where we really get strong and find that synergy Mm. of Mm. personalizing this. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. great. The coaching. So 2018's here. So what's the one thing that you are passionate about or you really want to bring into the world in 2018? Well, I find there's a lot of judgment on people about they have to be a certain way. And people will even put your ideas down. But some of the best people got past that by believing in themselves and Mm -hmm. finding the process to stick with it, even if they didn't have that support from those around them. So I am a firm believer in believe in yourself, be yourself, love yourself, but also find that structure to support it because creatives, we need that structure or we end up floating and flustering. And that's where people give up. I think it's like 85% of business owners give up in their first two years. And this is the reason And so if you want to stay strong in what it is you're doing, you need to find a way to be your own best leader, come up with that plan. And that way you can be creative within that plan by believing in yourself, feeding your mind, feeding your body and feeding your business, energizing your mind, body and business, which is also one of my programs. (laughs) Incredible wise words to begin our year with. Thank you so much, Dr. Lisa McGill. Thank you so much for having me, Paula. Well, we loved having you. We hope you come back and uh, give us some more of your strategies (laughs) and tips later on in the year. That'd be great. All righty. And we'll be right back. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. There's a question many of us ask ourselves when we are grieving. When will this pain ever end? 
Life Transition Coach and Grief Recovery Specialist, Paula Shaw, wants you to know there is light at the end of the tunnel. In her new best-selling book, Paula gives you information and practical exercises you can use right away in your recovery process, including breathing methods, the emotional freedom technique, energy psychology work, and many other healing tools. Grief, when will this pain ever end? Available now on Amazon.com. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. Well, welcome back to Transition Radio. And today is an amazing day. It's the second week in January. Mm -hmm. Life is good. Things are on (laughs) fire here in our studio. We're harnessing our entrepreneurial ADD. (laughs) We are. And uh, in this segment, Paula and I, we're going to be talking about uh, courage and how to bring that into the new year. Mm -hmm. And you know what the good news is? is we had our our guest from last week come by, stop in the studio. Yvonne Larson, the Vitality Vixen. Hello, hello. <laughs> yes. And we have Dr. Uh, Lisa is uh, here with us uh, in this segment too. So we're, we're going to talk about courage. Yeah, that's going to be into, cool. Because the these are two of the most energetic, wonderful goddesses that I have ever experienced. <laughs> so I can't <laughs> wait to hear what you have to say about courage. Uh, well, you know, I have a new book coming out. It's called The Courage to Change Everything. Mm. And it was inspired by uh, a lot of clients out there that um, I would be with them in session. They would, uh, they would start to take some amazing actions. And then three days later or four days later, uh, they would stop. And they would, uh, we'd wait for a week. And they'd contact me the next week. And I'd say, well, what happened here? Well, I just kind of stopped. And, you know, there was a variety of reasons, but one of the, the greatest challenges, I believe, was that they, at some level, lost the courage. They lost that motivating drive to do what it takes when things get tough, when things get rough, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I, I started thinking about what, how do we define courage, right? Um, you know, the word itself comes from the Latin word cu, which means uh, from the heart, right? So it's something from our heart. Um, but I also thought about, you know, what is it at, at just an everyday practical level, right? Mm-hmm. And here's what I, I think. I think courage is it's getting out of bed in the morning when you don't feel like getting out of bed. Mm-hmm. It's setting those goals and intentions that uh, people all, mo- most people don't do. Uh, having the courage to do it, and then having the courage to follow through. It's having those tough conversations with uh, somebody that you don't want to have those hard (laughs) conversations with. It's maybe, uh, you know, in in my past life, I know I had certain things that I was addicted to, foods and sugars and and things. It's having the courage to give those things up having the courage to look in the mirror and say, I don't necessarily like everything I see. What are the things I need to change, right? <laughs> um, so you know, that's what I think. What do you think courage is about, Paula? You know, I was just thinking as you were saying that, I feel like, especially in scenarios like you described where somebody's like a ball of fire and they're all ready to do something and then a couple of weeks later they've fizzled out or they haven't gone forward, You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is that doggone saboteur that can live in our subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And I think it's such a critical piece for people to clear those self-sabotaging beliefs because, you know, no matter what your conscious mind thinks it can do, if it's not in alignment with the subconscious mind, 
you know, we're talking elephant to flea, 5% conscious, 95% subconscious. And, and it just, you know, it, there's no way to overcome the elephant with a flea. Mm-hmm. So again, <laughs> come back. <laughs> I mean, you might have a really a, a flea on steroids or whatever. <laughs> but, but clearing those subconscious beliefs, you know, that is the core of the work that I do with every and, client. And I just find it critical. Yeah. And, you know, it takes courage to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, who wants to wake up and look in the mirror or look at their life and, and look at all the things that aren't working, mm-hmm. right? You know, most of us don't want to do that. But I think if we don't look at our results, if we don't look at what's not working, we can't, uh, we can't assess uh, dispassionately. We need to assess what needs to change. And that takes courage. Mm-hmm. That takes courage. Mm-hmm. Dr. True. Lisa, what do you think about this? Okay, so I, number one, completely agree with both of the ideas you're sharing. And to add to that, what's really interesting is motivational theorists state that we are more motivated to avoid pain than we are to pursue pleasure. Mm -hmm. So even though we see, we come up with these great ideas and we're excited about them in the first couple weeks, now all of a sudden, like I mentioned before, the work comes in. Mm -hmm. And if it's more painful to do the work than it is to pursue the pleasure of the end goal, we have a tendency as human, human nature, to pull away from that and go, oh, I don't like the way this feels. That's where understanding that, by understanding our own emotional intelligence, can help us identify those trigger those changes mm-hmm. and forcefully think of it. Let make ourselves sit in that uncomfort for a while, but then acknowledge it, let it go, and come up with a new way of moving forward. And so that's a way to help us get past that motivational um, identification that we like to avoid pain more than we do pursue pleasure. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, and, you know, Yvonne had the courage to sing on our show last week, right? <laughs> I know. So, like, my hat's off to you <laughs> because, you know, it, it takes so much courage to be authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How do you get into that? How do we do that? <laughs> well, um, this, I, this is the perfect topic. So, my name actually means courageous heart. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So I believe that like that is, has been like the, the light that I'm supposed to shine in the world. Mm-hmm. And so what I believe is actually takes an extraordinary amount of courage is actually to tune out everybody else's input, everybody else's mm-hmm. advice, everybody else's, you know, limits on who you can be or can't be and actually have the courage to trust yourself. So I, it's, it's hard. Like we, like we're always searching to add more, add more. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not whatever it is. So I think like to really just settle in on that, that inner voice. Mm -hmm. So like, that's my whole voice of vitality radio. That's the whole thing. I want you to tune in to your inner voice so that you can live your optimal life. Mm. So that's my, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, to be authentic takes yes. courage, right? To be really congruent. Does. Just be really yeah. congruent with who you really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes extraordinary really courage. Really true. Living the optimal you. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's another piece to that, Paul. <laughs> I, I was thinking about, you know, the courage to be authentic and tune into that voice. I don't know about most people out there, but my uh, inner voice a lot of times has dreams that are much bigger mm-hmm. than I really want to do. <laughs> you know, and sometimes I, you know, it's like, oh, you, you know, I get inspired. Like I remember, you know, last year when um, I had the thought that, you know, I'd like to do a radio show. 
<laughs> and you and I had that magic, you know, the year before on the show and, and doing things together. And I thought, wow, that'd be really great to do. And then, and then pretty soon, you know, the opportunity came. And man, that scared that crap out of me. I was like, <laughs> what am I going to do here, right? Mm-hmm. You know, my, the, because I had the dream to do it, but then, you know, when it comes down to it, can you really do it, mm-hmm. right? And probably everybody experiences some level of that. And for me, what I always find is it's best to just say, what do I need to do today? Mm-hmm. What do I need to do in yeah. this moment? And right. just step into that. Years ago, somebody said to me, Life only happens one moment at a time. <laughs> and I went, thank God. But we make that harder because we project into moments that haven't come yet in years and months ahead. But if we can just stay with what needs to happen now and what needs to happen now and now, we end up doing like, look how much you've done. Mm. Look where you have, have come in this whole thing and how mm. far our show has come. Mm-hmm. Way beyond what well, we were in looking. in writing the book, uh, the courage to change everything. There was one question that I asked continually, and that was staying in the moment, like you just suggested, mm-hmm. and just asking if I was courageous, what would I do now? Mm-hmm. That was it. I like that question. You like that? It's nice. Yeah. Well, this is something that like I've been um, learning like recently. I'm listening to a ton of brain science, like audiobooks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That if we don't have new experiences, we're just living a recorded past. Mm. So mm-hmm. if we can, mm-hmm. if we can create, um, I like this like a challenge to do something every single week that you've never done before. Mm-hmm. It can be big, it can be small, but just so that you're constantly having new experiences and and imprinting a new future versus just reliving the past. Right. And I, I'd like to also share. Sometimes people can like you. You had this vision of your radio show mm-hmm. and I'm sure it was a big vision and it's sometimes very big yeah and sometimes people <laughs> that will intimidate them because they're thinking of this oh how can I do that today right but smart goals is something that's specific measurable realistic uh, attainable and timely so basically how do we um, set something up now that we can it gets us to that that bigger level so mm-hmm. the smaller steps something that we can reach mm-hmm. that's attainable it gets us there, and then we build on that, and before you know mm-hmm. it, you're, you're there. And, you know, one of the things we, we've all been talking about, how resolutions can be planned, disappointments or failures, but I love this idea that you brought up, Yvonne, of just what can you do this week that you've never done before? Mm-hmm. Ken has talked about and, that before. And I love that because I, mm-hmm. I'd like to even add one little thing to some of you that are um, – Oh, the entrepreneurial spirits out there that just have to do something different. (laughs) So the question would be, what can you do that nobody else has done before? Mm. So think about that. What can I do, invent, or or better, or improve that nobody else has done before? Maybe someone's going to improve a better doorknob, or a better microphone, or somebody's going to think about how they can... um, uh, transfer uh, laser light beams around the world. I don't know. But, you know, there's something there that somebody can... Uh, it, now, the question comes in, do you have the courage to do that? So just because you have the dream, you have to step into the courage, mm-hmm. which is why I wrote that book mm-hmm. that has a daily uh, quote on courage from some of the most courageous people in the world It has some wisdom from the sages around the world and the most successful people in the world. Mm. And then it has daily questions to help guide you to your own courage to manifest the dreams 
that'll move you in a lot ways you've never moved before. I want it. So, I want it. You want it. I want it. Well, the website is thecouragetochangeeverything.com. You can go there and you can pre-order the book, and we hope you will. And what a way to begin a new year. Thank you both for being with us, Yvonne Larson and Dr. Elisa McGill. Courage to be you. <laughs> <laughs> we all had courage and fun. Yes. <laughs> the best yeah. part of today. Thank you. And for those of you that like to listen to our replays, uh, we're on 15 different podcast shows. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and many more. You can go there to listen to us, or you can go to transitionradioshow.com. And you can download our shows from there, listen to them, and please tell your friends on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. We're all over the place. Like us, love us, and if you can't find us anywhere else, just Google. Ask Alexa. Or ask Alexa. (laughs) Google Transition Radio or Ask Alexa. (laughs) Thanks for being with us. Welcome back to Transition Radio to our show wrap-up. What a show we had today, Paula. Oh, my. We had so much fun. And the unexpected visit from Yvonne Larson, that was so cool. That was so cool. And Dr. Elisa McGill brought us all kinds of wonderful methods about how to harness your entrepreneurial ADD. I'm going to go home and re-listen to our broadcast over and over again so I can harness one thing at a time. Well, I think that's really important. And, you know, these shows are so full of rich content and, and uh, tried and true wisdom and success mm-hmm. principles mm-hmm. that it, it does. I mean, you're listening, you're driving, you're listening to this, you're going, whoa, I need to, I need to get more, uh, I need to write it down. That's for me. That's what I do. I, I listen to them over and then I write it down and then I uh, go to the resources that I need to. And do you know that writing something down is the equivalent of saying it nine times to your brain? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So wow. that's why I, I always feel like I need to write things down too because it harnesses it, anchors oh, I, it. So nine times, I say, I like to write them down three times. So that's 18 times I'm getting. <laughs> that's about what it takes me to learn. So good. Okay. There you go. Very good. All right. <laughs> I'm going to remember that from now on. So Paula, what was the uh, most inspiring moments uh, for you of mm. our show this time? Wow. Well, I loved it when Dr. Elisa talked about harnessing your gifts. You know, I think we're all so hard on ourselves. We're so used to being critical of ourselves. And if you have a hard time maybe with the paperwork or you have a hard time with your checking account or whatever it is, we're so used to going, oh, I got to do that better. I got to do that better. But instead of saying that's your your challenge or your area you don't do well, she just talked about harnessing your gifts you know, so maybe all that energy you have isn't an ADD terrible thing. Maybe it's actually a gift mm. once you mm. learn how to love it and harness it. Mm. That's great. Well, you know, I had a couple moments that I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it uh, when Dr. Elisa talked about uh, intentional brain flow formula. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a powerful formula that we can all uh, incorporate in our lives. And also that other piece about you know, I'd heard it before that you can learn emotional intelligence, but, you know, to hear it again and to realize that that's something that I think for most people, 
That's one of the driving forces of success is learning how to master your mind, master your emotions, and um, overcome anything that's standing in your way. I mean, if you're all over the place with emotions, how can you ever make good choices? Mm -hmm. You know, so she brought that up and I really enjoyed that. Yeah, she had so many good points that, that she shared with us. And I think that everybody can relate to, I, I know in every training I've ever been, everybody calls it that squirrel, squirrel thing, you know, or the shiny object syndrome where the next thing that, that we're excited about can be easier to focus on, you know, than going through the step-by-step, you know, harder part of completing what we're already working on. Yeah, that's good. So what else do we want to wrap up here? Well, I think some of the best takeaways for our listeners today were some of the things that were shared in our courage segment too. You know, besides the fact that Dr. Lisa is giving her book, which is very cool, and we'll be giving you the information for getting that. Or do you want to give that right now, Ken? Well, sure. I can give a, a couple resources that came up for us this time. So we have Dr. Elisa uh, has a website that is envisionthislife.com. Also, if you want to get her free book that she was giving away, it's envisionthislife.com forward slash book. And you can also find her on Facebook at this Envision Your Life, This Life, Envision This Life. I want to be clear with that. Mm-hmm. And also uh, Yvonne has a website that uh, is at <coughs> OptimalLifePlayground.com, OptimalLifePlayground.com. And your your website, Paula. You... PaulaShaw.com. Okay. And on mine is a free gift on the homepage of what to say to people in emotional pain because everybody seems to shy away because they feel like they don't know what to say. And so that person in emotional pain gets left hanging out all alone. Oh, that's perfect. You know, I have a free gift that I'd like to give away that I haven't given before. I have a, uh, uh, a goal setting process that we uh, have talked about before on the, on the show so that you can set up resolutions or goals in a way that it will support you in actually accomplishing them. So it's, again, it's the formulas we talked about today where you're going into the subconscious mind, you're getting clear with what needs to be released, and you're also getting uh, clear with your purpose, your, you know, what you're willing to give and give up, and we'll have that. So KenDFoster.com, KenDFoster.com to get that. And be with us next week for Joel Bauer. We'll be looking forward to seeing you then.